And so, um, as we've said a few times today, we're kicking off this brand new series for the next eight weeks, Moments with God, looking at how we take our prayer life to the next level. And, uh, and I just want to read some scripture before I hand over to Amy to share some thoughts this morning. And it's taken from uh, Luke chapter eight, the gospel of Luke chapter 18. And, uh, and it's just the first eight verses. And it says this, then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up, to be persistent. He said, in a certain town, there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care what people think, Yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually come and attack me. And then Jesus said, so listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Sweetheart, over to you. Thanks, so if you head over to our media page, you'll see that I've uploaded a longer version of this talk today because we're not going to be massively focusing on the parable that Matt has just read, but it does draw out some really great principles for us. So, you know, the truth is, and as the parable points out, developing a good prayer life definitely takes persistence and perseverance. And I wonder what your honest reaction was when you found out that as a church, we're about to go into the prayer course and we're about to go into a whole new series about moments with God. I wonder if we're honest that there was a part of us that wasn't fully looking forward to or embracing the idea of developing our prayer life. Was there resistance? Is there resistance or persistence in our prayer life? Well, for me, I can certainly think of times where there's definitely been resistance, but there's also been persistence. I can think of times where I've prayed and I feel like there's nothing that has happened. I can think of times where I persistently prayed for something and then God has given me something else, which has just perplexed me. In fact, many of you will know that I recently just moved from Scotland to England to marry Matt. I used to pastor a church up there in Paisley. And I remember it was around about this time six years ago that I was having a particularly low day. I was really struggling. I was feeling isolated, lonely. I was struggling in the role because believe it or not, pastoring is not an easy job. And I remember one day crying out to God, just saying, God, this is so hard. I feel so far away from family. I feel so far away from friends. I really Really need your help and I remember literally crying out to God and I said this specific prayer I said God you either need to send me a husband or you need to send me money to get a dog well the next day the phone rings and I got a phone call from two of my very good friends he said Amy we've been praying and we want to give you an amount of money for something that you've always wanted and after I got over my initial shock I thought to myself well I can't buy a husband so True. it must be for the dog <laughs> So six years ago, Zaid came into my life and now our lives. And Zaid's name basically means in the Greek, abundance with God or with God, I have everything. Mm. 
And my choice to call our dog that name was a prophetic statement to say, God, even though I've persistently asked you for a husband, you've chosen in your ultimate wisdom not to give me one yet. But actually, as that choice and as that declaration and my belief in your goodness and my trust in you, I'm going to name this dog Zaid, which means abundance with God. And in God, I have everything. So how do we feel about this? Because the truth is, prayer has a reputation for being one of the most boring, unattractive and difficult habits in the Christian faith to do. Even the very mention of prayer can sometimes turn many of us off. But not today. And my determination is to sell prayer to every single one of us. And my hope is that by the end of our time together today, we would all let go of resistance and push in for persistence. So why pray? This is how we're starting this course. This is how we're starting this theme of moments with God. Well, what I'd like to do is take us through an A to Z of prayer. So hang on, position yourself ready for an encounter with God right now, because God, not just me, not just us, he wants to sell prayer to us. He's a community of God who loves to dwell with us, who loves for his presence to touch our lives. And so let's go on this journey together of discovering the CO Church, why we should pray. So why pray? We pray because we are his children. And as people belonging to God, we can ask and receive answers. We pray because God deserves our attention and our adoration. We pray because it increases our belief and we can bring any request. We pray because it's an opportunity to breathe in God and it's the best way to fight any battle. Why pray? Because we can connect with the God who loves to communicate through us. Because God cares, he has compassion for our every concern. We pray because it helps to convict us of wrong choices and wrong behaviours. We pray because it's about discovering and developing deeper ways to become more like Jesus. And because prayer helps us to discern and declare truth over our lives. We pray because God wants us to share the details of our lives with him. Why pray? because we can encourage ourselves in the Lord and we can speak encouragement over others. Why pray? Because prayer enlarges our faith when circumstances look to belittle it. You see, prayer, it expands a faith-filled relationship with Jesus. Prayer, it helps us to follow and fulfill a life that pleases him. We pray because it gives glory to God and keeps our focus on him. We pray because we all need help. Prayer helps us to stay humble before God. We pray because healings and happenings come through the power of prayer. Why pray? Because it reaches us in a stronger identity in Christ. Because prayer invites God to show us the issues that need our attention. We pray because there is immeasurably and infinitely more of God to encounter. We pray because Jesus did it. 
we pray because it increases our joy when we spend time with our Heavenly Father. We pray because it's the most effective thing to launch us into a life of justice. You see, prayer, it keeps God as the King of our lives and it invites His kingdom to break out into His world. Why pray? We pray because loving, learning and leading explodes through the habit of prayer. We pray because we need more of God and less of us. We pray because mountains can move as we pray. We pray to keep the main thing the main thing. And we pray because there is nobody better in the world to talk or listen to. Prayer reminds us that we are not alone. God is always with us. Prayer, it opens up more opportunities than we can possibly imagine. And as an obedient prayer life helps us, it helps to oppose opposition and oppression. Why pray? Because God is worthy of our praise. And through prayer, we can encounter his presence, power, promises, and peace. We pray because prayer helps unlock our purpose and reveals God's priorities. Persistent prayer always pays off. We pray because it helps us to learn things quicker. We pray because it gives us space to bring our questions to God. We pray because it's our Christian responsibility and that's how we should respond to all of life's circumstances and struggles. You see, prayer helps us to bring revelation to our minds and revolution to our lives. We pray because we remind God of what he's already done not because he needs a reminder, but because we need to remember. Why pray? Because struggles can be shifted in prayer. Because strongholds can be broken. Because our salvation started with a conversation to invite God into our lives. And that conversation needs to continue. We pray because time with God deepens trust with God. And there's power in praying together as we seek God over our circumstances, culture and churches. We pray because it helps us to understand the plans of God and it unites us with heaven's purposes. You see, prayer helps us to visualize heaven one day. Prayer, it keeps us vulnerable before God vocalising our needs and it moves us from victim to victor. Why pray? Because prayer shows us how to walk in his wonderful ways. Because we can grow to become worshipful warriors. And whatever happens, prayer reminds us to always remain thankful to God. X. Why pray? Because we are open to x-ray and his, he lovingly examines every part of our lives. We pray because our yuckiest and our yummiest moments all matter to God. And finally, 
We pray because we are people of zeal. Prayer stokes the fire and passion, our zeal, inspiring and equipping us to be an unstoppable force for God's world. People of Zio pray. People of Zio persist. And that, folks, is an A to Z of why pray. And that's why we must persist, not resist in prayer. And so, what is our takeaway? How are we going to apply all of this as we enter into this season, as we enter into this prayer course? Well, as I prayed, I felt God gave us two words. And the two words are confess and choose. Confess and choose. Right now, we're going to go into a a prayerful moment. Wherever we single one of us, wherever we are right now, can number one, confess. Confess our struggle, our resistance in the matter of prayer humbly come before God and say, we don't want to be like those people anymore that see that we have a struggle in our prayer life, but become like that persistent widow who over and over and over again persisted in that justice matter so that she knew that God's Lordship, love and grace would respond. And then number two, as we pray, we're going to, as a church, make a choice. And we're going to choose to commit to a persistent prayer life. And over this next journey, as we look for more moments with God, and as we enter into this prayer course, our encouragement to you is to jump in. I know I'm speaking to many of you right now that have not even signed up to a group because the thought of developing a prayer life just does not attract you right now. Go over this list again and again and again and again. Prayer is the most vital, important, pivotal, fruitful thing we can do to live a long-lasting relationship with Jesus Christ. In my longer preach, which you can catch up online, Sandy Mayel says this to finish. She says, God is in the process of redemption for the long haul. My persistent praying says, count me in. I won't cut and run when the answers are slow in coming. Instead of drumming impatient fingers, I'm going to use that hand to knock firmly on heaven's door again and again and again. And together, God and I can share in the ongoing fellowship of intercession. So that's the journey that we're going on. We're going to partner with God to see some amazing things. We're going to confess our struggle and our resistance in prayer. And right now we're going to choose to commit to a persistent, prayerful life. So I just wonder if you want to join with us right now as we just take a moment to invite God to be with us before we close our service. Matt, feel free to lead us in prayer. Let's do that, shall we? Father, we thank you for this incredible invitation you have, that you love to be with us. And you love to be with us in the place of prayer and intimacy. Forgive us for not prioritizing that. Forgive us for laziness, compromise, lethargy, all of the things that get in the way of us prioritizing other things than being with you, taking time aside every day to be with you. And so together in this moment, we make a choice to see that change. We ask Holy Spirit that you would help us build new habits every day of being with you in a new way, in a life-giving way. And as we draw closer to you, we give you permission to speak to us 
And as we draw close to you, we pray that we will see heaven break out in a way we've never seen before. We pray that we will see miracles, we'll see healing, we'll see people set free, Lord. We will see incredible, breathtaking things that we know are only God. This is the longing of your, our hearts, Lord. Change us in the place of prayer. Change our world in the place of prayer. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.